Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional upheaval. Is that all the oh, I don't care crap? A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Fairmount Plus. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people, and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at microsoft.com/ai-for-all. Who is the real villain in Loki season two? Welcome back to Nerdist News. I'm Matt Karen, and today we're venturing into a Dan Casey-less timeline to break down the Loki season two trailer. The god of mischief and the wanter of jet skis will have their hands full with another season of time traveling mayhem. We have a theory about why Loki seems to be slipping all throughout time, and who the real villain of this season might be. We're gonna break down everything you might have missed in just a moment, and if you want to read all about it too, Michael Walsh has you covered over on Nerdist.com. Now, while our theories may or may not end up becoming true, they could be spoilers. So, if you want to go into Loki season two knowing nothing at all, check your missed minutes because it's time to get out of here. Hey y'all! Okay, let's get into it. The last time we saw our heroes at the end of Loki season one, Sylphie had just killed He Who Remains, thereby throwing the sacred timeline into chaos and leaving Loki to return to a TVA that has no clue who he is. What? We then caught up with Loki and Mobius again in the post-post-credit scene of Ant-Man and the Wasp: Quantumania. This scene was actually a tease for what we'll see in Loki season two, as Loki and Mobius track down Victor Timely. This is during Chicago's World's Columbian Exposition in 1893 that we can see here in this trailer. As a quick reminder, Kang the Conqueror, the MCU's post-in-game big bad, has many, many variants and identities throughout time and across the multiverse. We got more teases of his variants at the end of Quantumania, such as Rama Tut, Kid Immortus, and Regular Immortus, plus the countless members of the infamous Council of Kangs from the comics. In the comics, Victor Timely is yet another variant of Kang, who traveled back in time to found the town of Timely, Wisconsin. There, he created a version of Chronopolis, Kang's infamous stronghold outside of time. Back in 1992's Avengers Annual Number 21, Victor Timely mentored Dr. Phineas T. Horton, the creator of the original Human Torch. This non-Johnny Storm Human Torch debuted in Marvel Comics Number 1 back when the publisher was known as Timely Comics. We also have an Easter egg of the original Human Torch at the World Exposition of Tomorrow in Captain America The First Avenger. But here in 1893, Timely unveils his astounding temporal marvels. We're not sure exactly what this device does, but only time will tell. No. No. Now, if you look closely, however, it looks like this part of Timely's time machine has rectangular devices around the circumference. But more on that later. Because we also need to cover the biggest revelation of this trailer, and that is time slipping. Wow. Time slipping. Time slipping may derive from the mutant Time Slip, who first appeared in New Warriors number 59. She had the ability to send her mind into past or future versions of herself and alter the flow of time. But here, Loki keeps on slipping, 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 and not just into the future. Mobius takes Loki to TVA IT to meet OB, played by the amazing Kei Hu Kwan. 
Here, in the Repairs and Advancements department, surrounded by pneumatic tubes and request forms, Mobius asks OB to see if he can fix this glitchy Loki, just as Loki slips to who knows where. OB recognizes this as time slipping and lets us know that it shouldn't be possible within the TVA, since the TVA is technically outside of time. But this slipping may be a direct result of whatever damage Loki and Sylvie did to the sacred timeline after Sylvie slipped her sword into He Who Remains. Here, Loki explains he's being pulled through time. It appears he slips from OB's office to Time Theater 25, which is where Mobius originally interrogated Loki in season one. Loki continues his best impression of a wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man before landing in front of a wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man, where we finally get to see some jet skis. After Mobius revealed his pure love for the beautiful union of form and function that is the jet ski, we can't wait to see just how much fun he has in this new season. It'll be fun though. Yeah, it'll be really fun. But we know that Loki is slipping backwards and forwards along the timeline because we get multiple Lokis and not because of his illusion projection. My duplication casting. Sorry, his duplication casting ability. It seems like Loki will intersect with his own timeline throughout this season. We can see here on the TVA monitor behind this second Loki that the sacred timeline looks frayed in the past. After passing through what looks like a light cone, the future seems to be a unified timeline. So maybe Loki is slipping between all of these frayed past timelines. This same fraying can be seen throughout the trailer, including in the next shot where we finally see Sylvie. She's in what appears to be a record shop as the walls and vinyl records all turn into time spaghetti, which is very different than Reed Richards spaghetti. Ah! This fraying must be a sign of a timeline falling apart, especially if it isn't properly pruned. Speaking of pruning, we see Loki taking a time stick to the mosaic of the timekeepers, revealing a statue of Kang the Conqueror or one of his variants. To the right, we can spot the face of Immortus, and on the left, we think this headdress is part of Rama Tut's outfit. We think this is from the same scene we see later in the trailer, with Loki pointing at a mosaic of multiple Kangs in a giant battle, as he explains to Mobius what's really happening. Mobius must believe Loki because it looks like they decide to track down these Kang variants. They take a time door to 1893 to Chicago's World's Columbian Exposition, where we saw them in the post credit scene of Quantumania. And it seems like Sylvie is on her own mission to stop any Kang variants that remain, just like she did with He Who Remains. Based on these shots of her drawing her sword, it looks like she'll come close to giving Victor Timely an untimely end. But Ravana Renslayer looks like she'll step out of the shadows to rescue him, just in timely. No. No. Now the last time we saw Ravana, she disappeared through a time door in search of free will. She had the Wizard of Oz curtain pulled back for her and learned that the timekeepers weren't the almighty rulers of time like she was led to believe. In the comics, Ravana is Kang's on-again, off-again girlfriend who once posed as a Kang variant in the Council of Kangs and also ruled over Chronopolis for a time under the name of Terminatrix. She's on her own journey of discovery this season as we see her in various time periods, including the void at the end of time where she probably encounters Eliath. Now, back to those little rectangles that we spotted on Victor Timely's machine. Later in the trailer, we see Loki, Sylvie, Mobius, and a bunch of TVA agents all converging in a warehouse, which based on the boat big sign, sorry for my pronunciation, means these characters travel to a shipyard in Norway. Here, we can see multiple machines with multiple temp pads, and it would make sense if Victor Timely and or Kang himself is stealing as many of these devices to control his astounding temporal marvels. These devices could open multiple time doors, like what we see here, and cause plenty of havoc across the sacred timeline. It could also be what leads to Loki's time slipping as well. 
But it seems like Loki and Mobius's mission to stop Victor Timely and his time machines will be interrupted by this season's other major villain. In what looks like the 1970s or 1980s, we see a movie premiere for The Zaniac. In the comics, The Zaniac first appeared in 1982's Thor number 319. The Zaniac was a horror movie monster played by an actor, Brad Wolf, before he was caught in a nuclear explosion, driving Wolf to act out as the monster itself. We can see in this other shot from the premiere that this character is in fact Brad Wolf. But how is Brad Wolf in these other time periods? Well, it turns out that in the comics, the Zaniac was originally a swarm of demonic entities sent to Earth by Dormammu from the Dark Dimension. Because comics. Anyways, the entity would possess people throughout history, turning them into serial killers, like most notably in the Marvel comics, Jack the Ripper. And here, we can see Brad Wolf getting Loki blasted down some stairs, the Surrey Steps, which is a real-world location in London. And London is where Jack did some ripping. So, could Brad Wolf be Jack the Ripper? Could he also just be a rogue TVA agent? The Zaniac also appears in Thor number 371 and 372, where it runs afoul of the TVA. But the other interesting aspect of the Zaniac acting as serial killers throughout time is the fact that Loki and Mobius visit Chicago's World's Columbian Exposition in 1893. This is the same time and place where we can find another infamous serial killer, H. H. Holmes. He would lure his victims during the World's Fair to his murder castle, where he would unalive them and sell their skeletons to medical schools. He also claimed at one point that he was possessed by Satan. So, it seems like Loki, Mobius, and Sylvie will have to switch from time hunters to mind hunters as they must stop Zaniac's murder MacGuffins before they'll have time for Victor Timely. Mobius will get separated from Loki at some point as we'll see him team up with OB in an attempt to fix some sort of temporal device. This looks like it could match with what we see on this TVA monitor. Hunter B-15 also has her side mission as she visits various time periods, probably also searching for answers after Sylvie unlocked her memories in season one. And lastly, Casey lands in some trouble too, dodging flying cars and escaping captivity. Here's hoping he finally learns what a fish is. What's a fish? What's a fish? How do you not know what a fish is? Anyways, folks, that's all we saw in this trailer for Loki season two. We'll keep speculating and theorizing as we wait for October 6th. And if you want more updates and breakdowns, Michael Walsh has you covered over on Nerdist.com. But for now, tell us, are you excited for Loki season two? Who do you think the villain will be? And what do you think of the trailer overall? A little over the top, don't you think? I thought it was spot on. Let us know in the comments below, and for the latest and greatest in the world of pop culture, stay tuned to Nerdist.com. Nerdist.